Hey guys, and welcome to Fisher Philbrick The Show. This is your host, Michael, and I just want to thank you for tuning in and giving us a listen. Fisher Philbrick is a management and production company that assembles, manages, and produces both creative projects and businesses. Our first project being this podcast, The Show. And so, without further ado, let's jump right on in. Hey you guys, and thanks so much for joining us for another episode. We're super excited this week to jump in with another business segment. As we mentioned on our Monday morning show, we do not have a business this week, but we will next week. So that is some excitement that will be coming your way. Today though, we are gonna be covering an episode that goes over creating versus taking an opportunity or opportunities, because yes, we don't just wanna limit it to one opportunity, right? So if you're ready to get going with that, we're gonna go ahead and jump right in. I think it is gonna be a really great episode and should you know share a lot about myself as well as get you pumped up for both creating and taking these opportunities for yourself and in your very own life. So if you're ready, let's jump right on into this. Okay, so as we're jumping into this topic, I do wanna mention that I think it is super important for you know, business owners out there, for people starting their own hobbies or creative projects, and really anyone that is looking to get ahead in life, move, the, move themselves forward in their lives. These are some reasons why I thought it was so important just to go over it. And within that too, I think why it is important is because many people think that successful people in life have these things given to them. You know, it's like, oh, life gave it to them. Their family gave it to them. They grew up in this sort of a family or they have friends with all these connections and it's not them, but it's their friends. And they, you know, a lot of people think that they aren't able to have this in their own lives. They're not able to make direct impacts into their own life that these other people are, which they don't actually think they're doing themselves. They think it's, you know, oh, it's this, it's that, it's that. And maybe you are thinking, because if you find yourself in this, that like, oh, it's too late in your life to find success or to reach these new opportunities in life, or that you're not as good as other people. You can, you know, I could never do what other people do, or people just look at me like this, or they think I'm this, and oh, I, I won't be able to do this. And I would say, you know, start by saying that's false. To start, you can't be feeling bad for yourself. And that's something that I think is just true and how I look at a lot of things in life is that, are you gonna get ahead by you know, thinking that you can't do that, by feeling bad for yourself that, you know, oh, I can't, I could never, no, that's not how you're gonna do that. Successful people don't do that. And really, because what does it gain? You can't get ahead in life, you can't create or even take these opportunities if you're stuck in a continual glooming and <laughs> looming pity party. You know, you've got to get yourself uninvited from that party, if you want to look at it like that, and really start looking at things more clearly. And I would say, you know, getting into this, some good things to know are that, you know, some people do appear to have things easier than others. And that is just a part of life. You you probably know, you're probably thinking of people and you're like, oh yeah, this person, man, their life is so easy or they have so much that just gets given to them or that comes to them. But really, let's pause right there. Do you actually really know what's going on in their life, their internal monologue, what their family life is like, their friend life. You may know what they look like on social media or through the posts they write, and maybe they're a very good writer. Or, you know, a lot of people spend hours editing like one post to put up or one blog article or, you know, this one thing that doesn't really show you anything about them. And what you're seeing as their success and they're, you know, like, wow, look at them. 
it could actually be bringing them no happiness at all and very likely could actually be bringing more stress in their life and just headaches than you would even want in your own life if you were in their shoes or where they were at. So you don't know what is actually going on in their life, which I think is a very just important place to start and being like, okay, they look like they have it all together, but does anybody actually have it all together? No, <laughs> no, no one actually does. So good, now that we know that, from there, you don't also know what opportunities were given to them, which ones they created, if they were just lucky. I think a lot of people you look at successful people or people that you are envious of or you want to be where they are either now or in a couple weeks, a couple months, a couple years, and you just think somehow they just have it all and you don't actually know like, did they work really hard for this or you know, did things just come up in their life, which I'm going to give you some examples as we keep going, so don't worry, <laughs> we'll touch on this more. Or maybe they were just in the right place at the right time and they're lucky. There are some lucky people out there. <laughs> and I think some people would say, I'm pretty lucky. And I, I would agree. I say, you know, I'm pretty lucky. But at the same time, I do work really hard. And as we get into further in this episode, I'll share what some of that looks like. Because to certain people, maybe it does look like that. And I'd be like, well, maybe a little bit, but also no, because there is so much that goes into everything. And, you know, within that too, of good things to know, the last one, which I just touched on luck, but, you know, it can actually be very helpful. You know, you have no idea why things happen or why it worked out, but hey, you know what? They just worked out. But another way of saying that is, is really also like just the timing of things, which is not usually in your control or always in your control of like, hey, I tried doing this at this time and it didn't work. But hey, when I tried again, like two years later, I got green lights for everything and it just like took off. And why did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's just the timing wasn't right. So those are some good things to know as we keep going into this. But I did want to talk about the opportunities because they really are so important in reaching those next goals that you have in your life, as well as creating the experience for yourself. So whatever that looks like of where you are now to where you want to be, whether it's with your business, your family life, getting married, having kids, going on adventures, vacations, getting to explore the world, you know, everyone has different goals and mindsets and really dreams and aspirations for themselves. So it really will look different for everyone. But if you kind of take it back down to opportunities and really looking at how you can create these for yourself and really work them into your own life to get you where you want to be, I think it will be very helpful and just encouraging because I think that is a great part of, you know, our overall business here with, with Fisher Philbrick and being that we are here to help and support small business owners, people with shops, but really listeners for you guys here, anyone who comes into the business of being a way to encourage them and show them like, hey, you know what, you can do this. And if we can provide the help to get you there, and in the form of this episode, hopefully the encouragement and the motivation to get out and start doing this, then perfect, we've done our job. So let's go into two examples or two differences, and then we'll get into some personal examples because I think that is super fun and super helpful. So if you're ready, let's go. All right, so when we're looking at two differences, if you remember the title of the episode, it's both creating and taking opportunities. So the two differences that I kind of worked these out to be are that when you're creating an opportunity for yourself, 
you're putting things together yourself and really pushing yourself forward to make something happen. Usually this is followed by taking the opportunity, but then again, not always. And I do have an example of that. But the main thing is you are going out, you're hustling, you're like, I want to do this in life. So this is how I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to create this opportunity. I'm going to do this, 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 and this. And hopefully, you know, if the timing's right, if you have luck, if it's in God's plan for your life, then yes, it will work out. And then you can take that opportunity and move forward with it. The other one though, is taking an opportunity for yourself. And this is something that I see as like, you didn't necessarily create it, but it was offered to you or just came about without any prior work done on your side of things. So these are kind of more like out of the blue or the easiest one, because I will get into personal examples, but for us here at Fisher Philbrick, we primarily have been messaging businesses out of the blue on Instagram saying like, hey, we have this cool opportunity for you to be featured on our business, to be on a podcast, and it's all for free. Do you wanna take this? So that's us giving them an opportunity where they don't know who we are. They didn't do any work to like research us, to find us, to find opportunities to, you know, market themselves or feature themselves with companies. I mean, maybe they have been doing that, but in our case, like we are just giving them an opportunity. So if they take it, like, boom, they didn't have to do anything. They just, I mean, they just had to read their messages on Instagram and wow, they now have a really cool opportunity and it's up to them to take it. But if they do take it, I would say like, wow, good for you. You are gonna have some good things coming your way for your business, but also thank you. <laughs> but as we get into examples, I did wanna give examples over my life in some of these instances, because I think it's a great way to learn from others is just hearing from others and their stories. And I hope by sharing that you will be, as I have mentioned a couple of times, you know, inspired and motivated to start creating and taking more opportunities in your life. And if you've been listening to the show for a while, you will be familiar with some of these stories. I did, I did add in a few that I don't think I've mentioned. So it will be exciting for you if you are a listener, but these will be more in depth relating to the topic of either creating these opportunities or taking them. So I kind of went through starting, I think the earliest one is in either with my dog walking or around sixth grade, so 11 and 12. So I'm 27, almost 28. So yes, we are going back pretty far. But let's get started with creating and then we'll follow up by taking the opportunities. Okay, for creating, just some quick ones to throw at you. The first one, theater in sixth grade, I did Stuart Little and was Mr. Little. I had never really done theater before. I'd been in like those elementary ones, the choirs, where they have those like cheesy little musicals that you all just have to do, whether you can sing or not, whether you can act or not, whether you want to do it, you have to just do it. But in sixth grade was the first time where you could actually choose to go and be in a show. And I don't actually remember why I wanted to do it or why I did it, but I created the opportunity of like, okay, you know what? I'm gonna go out, I'm gonna prepare something to audition with, we're gonna do it. And you know, I did it and I got Mr. Little. And from there though, I went on to do the Charlie Brown musical. So you're a good man, Charlie Brown. That led to summer theater at Valley, which was the high school I was gonna be going to, to then doing theater at that same school, musical theater class, to singing songwriting, like, whoa. Because I <laughs> created the opportunity to really push myself forward and go throughout that, like, whoa, so much happened. and you know, has brought me really far to what I'm already doing today. Another one, water polo. I did it as a random sport to fill my fall semester as a sophomore to try something new to challenge myself mentally, physically, and emotionally. And that led to me becoming a lifeguard to then saving lives in college and really having a passion for swimming. So, whoa, 
I, you know, didn't have to do that. No one asked me, you know, like, would you like to do this sport or like with the, the play, would you like to do this? It was from my own, you know, inside of me was like, let's do this. Let's create this opportunity and see where it goes. And, you know, you don't know when you are doing those things where it will lead. But in the case, especially with the water polo, I was like, wow, how random that I did this sport, which at the time I didn't really like. I, in general, am not super like confrontational or aggressive and you need that in that sport a lot the people that really like that sport if you talk to them like yeah i just love getting in the water and like roughing people up and tearing at their suits and punching them under and kicking them under the water you know even women who play the sport because i lifeguarded a ton of the team sports at san jose state and when you talk to the really good players they take joy in doing that that for them is fun like it's an excuse and legal way to get some aggression out and to, to have fun while doing it but from there singing the national anthem i wanted to sing at the football game before i graduated and i had to find the people in charge of it to ask and i had to sign up to audition for it i had to go to like a practice session to practice it and then i actually had to show up and sing it which i've talked about before in the show it was just such a weird <laughs> a weird situation stuck in a little like the announcer room with no monitor or feedback to know what i was sounding like and all of these men with paperwork just standing around while you're having to sing the national anthem so uh wasn't the best but you know nonetheless that was an opportunity that i wanted to do i wanted to do something so i created the path forward to get there and i got there cool and then another one with singing i guess i did a lot of this in like growing up through school and high school which makes sense because that's when you have a lot of things out there that are just like waiting to be taken but i wanted to sing at the baccalaureate which is usually a couple days before you graduate so this was in my senior year and it was kind of the same thing with the national anthem. I found the people in charge. I was like, hey, I want to sing and I want to do an original song. So can I do this? And even in college, you guys, I, I mean, I guess, you know, I was really into singing songwriting because when I graduated from the hospitality management department, I wanted to sing at the graduation too. So guess what I did? I found the club in charge of running the graduation, told them I wanted to sing, that I would write a song and you know, just followed those steps forward. And I got to speak at the graduation and I got to sing a song right after that. So, whoa, that is crazy. But if you trace it back to, it was most likely because I took the chance and wanted to do theater as a little sixth grader and just went and, you know, went forward and doing that. And like going to church growing up, we would sing songs you know, there's a worship time, so you're always singing from there. So I had already kind of been singing from there. And then we used to wash dishes and there was three of us kids and two parents and we would sing songs <laughs> while washing and drying. Like we each had a little position putting away. So singing was already there. But as far as like getting into the creating, that was much further down the line in life. And really after I started creating and taking those opportunities of like, whoa, let's do this, let's do this. And I would say that yes, in general, I have created a lot of random, weird and cool opportunities. And it's really though in my character to always be doing this. It's something that if you told me not to, I'd be like, I don't know how not to do that because you know, and yes, I've mentioned this many times before too, but I do get bored really easily and I like new challenges, new adventures. So creating these sorts of opportunities, they really fulfill that. And it also, without knowing it, prepared me for many of the elements, activities, and jobs that I would go on to do and that I'm doing today. So that I think is so cool to look at and to think about too for yourself 
as you're listening, like what opportunities have you created in your own life? Things that like, if you didn't do anything, you, you wouldn't have gotten to do it, but you were like, no, I wanted to do this in my life. And I put stuff together and I went out and did it. Whoa, congratulations, you created an opportunity or opportunities that really prepared you and got you to where you are today. And if you hadn't have done that, you would most likely be a completely different person than who you are today listening right now. So, whoa, that is insane. But from here, let's get to taking opportunities. Now with taking opportunities, I would agree that these do sound less exciting since you're not necessarily putting in all the effort and work and time into creating them but I would say they are still so important regardless. And many times you will find people who randomly approach you with an opportunity and it is up to you to take it. So as I mentioned with our business reaching out, you know, the few people that have taken it, I think they've really enjoyed it. They've had a lot of fun. They got to be on a podcast. They got promotion for their business. And once you're on the podcast, this one, and really any podcast, people will go back and listen to it. So as we continue to grow, like, whoa, good for them and that opportunity because we have all their links. They get to share their story, what they're doing, and most likely we'll have a lot of them back on the show too. So, whoa, how cool is that? And when these opportunities do come at you and you are taking them without really creating them, there is no saying like how it will turn out necessarily. So you don't know like by taking this, will I head in a good direction? Will it be good or bad? But at the same time, if you don't go forward and take it, then guess what? You will never know <laughs> what is or could have been. And so that is a good good thing to think about when you're really pondering like which direction to go or which opportunities to take in your life is like is it going to kill you and eat you alive for the rest of your life of not knowing what could have been or what you could have done in your life if you don't take it or if it's like you know both are good and I'd be happy with either one then cool go from there but at least you've ruled out like you're not going to be waking up in the middle of the night like oh if only or telling many people decades later if only I had taken this opportunity, I could have been like they were. <laughs> so from there, though, I will share some examples. And I think these, as I was going through it, I didn't think they were going to be that exciting, as I mentioned. But I actually think they came out to be really cool as I've been looking back and reflecting on these things. So we'll get started with when I was dog walking. So when I was 11 years old, our neighbor was at my mom's holiday boutique that we hosted in our house each year. I mentioned that she did have her own small business where she made children's items, baby blankets, bunnies, bears, washcloths, baskets, lots of actually, lots of different things. And so we would have a boutique where you invite other small businesses to come in and then it's just like a little store. So a really fun thing, people come in. It was usually in the fall, kind of near Christmas time, kind of, I think November actually, but fall-ish before the holidays. So a lot of good things where you could buy stuff for the holidays. That's kind of how a lot of these things worked and still work today. And this neighbor liked to go to boutiques. And so she would, I guess, always come to ours, find a lot of good stuff. And then during that year when I was 11, she asked if I would be interested in walking her yellow lab as a, as a job. She knew I, <laughs> I lived there. And I think she asked my parents, but it came down to me was like, do you want a, a dog walking job? And at that time I had not actually worked a job before and I was 11, so I wasn't looking <laughs> for a job, but guess what? It came to me, it was offered to me and I took it. Then if you fast forward, I'm 27, almost 28, 
and I've been walking her dogs on weekdays ever since. Can you imagine that? That's such a long time, and I've been through a couple different dogs with her, but that's just something steady that I've been doing as a job ever since I was 11, and that was because, guess what? I didn't do any of the work of creating the opportunity. I didn't even know it was out there. I didn't know what to be thinking, but it was given to me, and I took it, and that has paid for so much in my life specifically when i was younger it allowed me to buy a car at 16 in cash so it was 2300 dollars. it was a volvo four-door sedan but that was so exciting because i had been telling people like i'm gonna save up and i'm gonna buy a car and this job and this opportunity allowed me to do so from there though it also opened me up to taking other opportunities for dog walking cat sitting house sitting and so many other random odd jobs around the neighborhood most recently it has been lawn mowing so because i took this opportunity with this one neighbor then it's just really word of mouth when someone's like i'm going out of town oh i know this one kid walks your dog could they walk mine while i'm gone or could they watch my cats could they water my flowers and then when I started mowing lawns, I started with one neighbor and then another neighbor sees, oh, you have a lawnmower? Can you mow my lawn? And then the dog walking customer, she will also ask me probably once or twice a month to come and mow her lawn now. So that is all like more recent with the lawn mowing, but like weird, I didn't go out. I don't want to be a lawn person or <laughs> a, you know, yard care landscaping person, even though I do enjoy that and doing that in my own house and with our own yard but that was something where I never would have known and if I hadn't taken that I, I don't know where I would be because I got I got a lot and I learned a lot about responsibility from a very young age one from being raised in a good family but also from working at such a young age to having keys to other people's house to you know taking care of their animals and being responsible showing up on time knowing that you know, you've been given this to do and you need to do it and you will get paid if you do it. So all of that to me was so cool and is really cool. Like looking back on this now to be like, whoa, that is insane. From here though, lifeguarding at the Timpani Center. So SJSU, San Jose State, their pool was closed for my last year of school and I had been working all throughout college as a lifeguard. That was how I paid my tuition money. And so it was like, oh man, so the pool is closing and that's where I've been working and where I work, what am I going to do? Well, before the pool had even closed, the manager of the Timpani Center, which is like a nearby rehab pool over by the General County Hospital, they reached out to our manager at the pool and she forwarded it to all of us saying like, hey, I know you guys are you know, basically losing your jobs, but we are hiring lifeguards and would you like to work here? If so, boom, 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 here's what you can do to do that. And this is something where like, I didn't do any of the research. I didn't inquire about it. I didn't reach out. I actually don't even remember what I was thinking I would do because obviously I needed to have another job and I needed to work so that I could pay for school and for life. But I was in this case, just kind of given this opportunity and I took it. I applied and I moved forward with that and it provided me with a job to finish out college with. And that, as I, as I mentioned, is what I used to pay tuition to pay for my car expenses, anything, just life eating in general. And I got to stay there kind of not a full year, but like many months after I had graduated as I was looking for a full-time job. So it provided me with money to keep going. And that was something where I was like, what significantly came from that? I'm like, 
Well, you know what? Sometimes a job is just a job. I got to talk with a lot of really nice old people. I got to be a fitness instructor, a water fitness instructor for a couple classes, which I had no idea what I was doing. They just gave me a paperwork with, you know, exercises and, you know, like reading it as you're going like, and now we're going to do what is this? I don't know what these instructions, you know, so many of them were weird of like, well, one of them was like an arthritis one. So you were just like stretching everything out, but like pretend like you're stirring a giant bowl of soup where you're holding a wooden spoon with two hands and move it around in big circles under the water. <laughs> so hopefully I'm doing it right now, but you can't see me, but hopefully you're imagining that. So a lot of weird stuff from that one facility where I was like, I'm doing all this stuff I never would have thought. And I had to bike from there to school and was late to a lot of classes because it was a four mile bike ride. And I don't know, it, it was weird, but it, it paid the way. And I, I got to know a lot of the, <laughs> the the people there. And that was a lot of fun at the time. And then the last one for taking the opportunities was Punk Post, which is the job I had been at right before this company, the business I started. But I saw an ad on Craigslist for a handwriter. They needed a handwriter for their company, someone who wrote nice, could draw and doodle, and I took it. I didn't really know, you know, like, mm, such a random request, but I love looking at jobs. I liked looking at Craigslist at the time too. And so I went forward, they had me travel up. I took the train to meet them in San Francisco. It's a husband and wife duo. They got me all the supplies I needed and I started making money writing cards. And I did that kind of in that last year of school because I remember writing cards while I was lifeguarding at the Timpani Center on my breaks and just kind of weaving that all in. I was like, whoa, that's crazy. But that was an opportunity that was there. I didn't know I wanted it. I didn't know really what it was, but I was like, hey, cool. I know how to write nicely and I like to draw and doodle. Let's go ahead and take that. And then as I was going to like further on by the opportunity they provided me with, they offered me to stay on their team and become a member on the back end side of things with managing their customer service and then eventually managing their community. So all of the handwriters. And that was a lot of HR, hiring, bringing people on, the disciplinary side of things, but just managing all of this all together and then having two people under me that helped assist me and they were so much help because <laughs> if you've ever worked in a startup, like it's a lot of fun, but then once things get growing, you realize like, yeah, definitely one person can't do all of this, but they knew I was trying to apply for other jobs, for startups in particular. Like I was trying to create opportunities to work at other places because I thought this was just a handwriting job and that was not gonna be a full-time job. But then they came at me with an opportunity themselves that I could then take. So I didn't really know that that was a possibility to work full time with them or to really go down those steps. But I ended up working there five years and got so much tremendous experience in management and running a business and doing all this at a very young age because I was right out of college. And really overall, everything that was needed to eventually go on to start my own business here with Fisher Philbrick. So thinking about all of that and like on the business side, like, whoa, that's insane. Like they offered me that opportunity, which is like maybe like potentially once in a lifetime. Like I don't think I'm going to get an opportunity like that again, especially too, because like I'm doing my own thing now, my own business. So <laughs> even if I was given that opportunity, I'd be like, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm busy. I'm doing already so much <laughs> with everything else. But on the creative side, which I've mentioned, I think in that very first episode where I introduced myself as a creator, I talk about how like that job allowed me also to get better with my art, 
using color. I got an iPad, created card designs for the company and got to sell them, you know, got a royalty from cards sold with their company. I also went on to create coloring pages, coloring books. I now have three coloring books on Amazon. So besides all the business help that I received and the experience within that, I also on the art side, you know, took a lot of those opportunities for pushing myself forward, or I guess you could say creating because I did like strategically ask people like, what are you using for this? How do you do this? So <laughs> it's a combination of both. But the overall one was that I took the opportunity from them and getting to work full time with them and having that be my job and career for the last five years. And then as we kind of close out on the example side of things, I want to mention a few other like mashups of these examples. So we went over creating opportunities and then we just covered taking opportunities and now we're going to do a mashup. So if you're ready, let's go. Okay, so for the first mashup, I titled it Creating and Taking. So it's going to be a combination of both of those two things. But when I was a freshman in college, I submitted a 15-minute musical in the fall to an acting club that I had found. I had written this in high school, got it performed as a brown bag is what they called it. We had like three showings of this 15-minute musical. But once I got to college, I was trying to find an opportunity to produce the show, kind of have it go again with new actors and just see where that could take me because I had been into singing songwriting for the last two years as of then. I just came out of, as I mentioned, you know, singing the national anthem, singing at the baccalaureate. I sang the last two years prior to that at the talent show, all creating, you know, singing, but creating original works for those pieces. I did the brown bag, a couple other like mini shows. So all of this were like, boom, I was hyped up and like, wow, I'm in college now. Let's see what we can do here. Well, I gave it to them and I'd been going to the meetings, but I didn't actually hear anything back from them. It was kind of one of those things where like, you can just submit it and yeah, mm -hmm, we'll just collect all this stuff. But so I had forgotten about that because that was right when school started, which would have been like end of August, most likely. And I didn't hear anything until December. They approached me and asked if I could make my mini musical into a full-length musical and put it on for their spring show and now talk about that being an opportunity right so i did take the opportunity and i spent january creating a full-length musical that we went on to then produce and perform that spring and let me say it was an incredible and awesome experience i initially put a little work into creating an opportunity which was me going up finding the acting club <laughs> having my materials ready giving it to them, explaining like, this is what I've done, this is what I would like to do, this is who I am, and then, you know, keep going to that. But mostly I took the huge opportunity and when they kind of countered and came back to me and were like, hey, actually, do you wanna make this something else that you weren't even thinking of? And we will do all of these things for you, which producing a musical is a lot of work and a lot of money. But when you're in college and have campus resources, wow, you should take advantage of as much as you can because there's a lot of free stuff you can find from doing that. All to say though, you know, both were needed in order for that experience to come out, to have a full-length musical created that I went on to eventually publish, which yes, you can buy on Amazon. It's called Sean Gibbs Stage Kiss. But all of that, I needed to both create an opportunity and then be given the opportunity to take, to really take it further than I would have even thought like I couldn't have thought up something like that I wouldn't even have known like is that even a possibility but if I didn't submit the work they wouldn't have known who I was or to even offer me the opportunity that they eventually did 
The next mashup is creating and not taking. So on the recent camping trip, which you can hear that it was a couple episodes ago on the Monday mornings, it'll, it'll say it in the, the title, camping trip in all caps. I created the opportunity to meet new people and hopefully, you know, I've been saying I want to get married, so hopefully meet my future wife. And by doing that, I signed up on the trip, got everything ready to go on that trip. So that was me like, I want to meet new people meet hopefully a wife so i'm going to create the opportunity to go on this trip and do everything i need to get myself there but on the not taking it part i didn't really take the opportunity to completely do this since when i got there there was just a lot of clicks a lot of much younger people and already established friend groups which i mentioned a lot in that episode and yes i could have tried really hard to jump in and be accepted by the groups and pretend to want to join in and all their games and conversations but I just didn't want to. It didn't feel right. It didn't, you know, it just sounded too exhausting. It took me back to like high school when you're trying really hard to fit in. And I'm like, do I want to do that? No, I don't. So guess what? I didn't. And there wasn't, as I mentioned in that episode, there weren't any potential wives there that <laughs> fit what I was looking for or that were there for me. So it's not that I didn't take that part, but more so like the overall of like, taking the opportunity to meet a lot of new people and have a blast with them. I would say though, it wasn't a complete waste because I did meet some of the leaders that I didn't know before and the adults on the trip. Overall though, it was just a different opportunity than the one I was created, creating and that I had created and was hoping for. So that's kind of an example of like, you can create these opportunities for yourself, but then yeah, you still actually have to jump through and take it. And there are many times, probably in your life too, where you get everything all set up to go and then you're like, I'm not going to do it or I don't feel like doing it anymore or you chicken out of it or something comes up and you decide that it's not in your best interest to take it. That is something that I I know a lot of people talk about like self-sabotage and that is some something that does come up. I don't necessarily see that a lot in my own life. But I know I've seen that in others and the more podcasts you listen to, people always talk to that, that idea of like, you get everything good to go and then you just like completely ruin it for yourself. I think in this case, it is kind of similar to that, but not quite that dramatic because sometimes life just happens. You're like, I thought it would be like this and you get there and it's not. So plans change, <laughs> things change. And the last mashup though is not taking. So I think this one was super interesting. I was trying to think through, I was like, man, I usually like to take opportunities. So what's one where I didn't take it? But I did think of one and it was a recent one. It was last year. Before this business, so Fisher Philbrook, I was applying for a lot of positions and one was as an event person at a fancy athletic club. I really just wanted to swim at outdoor pools again. And I love athletic clubs. So really fancy ones that are super expensive. I'm like, I'm not gonna pay for that much and I don't have the money to pay for that, but if you work at one of these places, you get a free membership. So what can I do? And I was interested in events, so I was like, sweet, I could do that. But as I was going, and then since I didn't hear back, I kind of came to this point in my life where I decided like, nothing else is working. I've applied to all these different places. No one wants me, they haven't responded or they've rejected me. So I'm gonna take that as like, I need to go forward with my own business and not work for someone else full time. I'm gonna keep my morning job because that's what's gonna pay money and is still paying me money as this business makes money. But you know, that was just something weeks after I'd been applying to these jobs. I was like, okay, that's something I gotta do and I gotta stick to it. I gotta hold myself to it. But then out of the blue, weeks after I had made that decision, that same athletic club emailed me and offered me a job as their children's director at the same club. And that to me was super weird because I have no experience 
work-wise with working with children. So I was like, um, I'm pretty sure you could find someone else because all of my relevant experiences within like events, hospitality, management, community management, <laughs> customer service, all of that. And not to say that I couldn't do the position, but I did decide not to take it because I had, as I mentioned, I had told myself like, this is not for me anymore. You know, I'm going to stop applying and I'm going to go forward with creating my own business. So that was like a temptation when I got that because I hadn't officially started this one. I was like, oh man, it could probably pay pretty well. You know, not as much as I would hope to make, but it would be paying more than I had been doing working at all my other jobs. But I did decide not to take it. And guess what? I don't know what would have happened or where my life would have been or would be now if I had taken it, which that's so weird, right? And I'm sure you can think of some things too of like different either relationships you didn't go forward with or opportunities or jobs or even like smaller choices where you're like, I chose to do this today instead of that. And you you really have no idea. Like, hmm, how would I be different? I mean, for this example, it's pretty obvious I wouldn't have this business or if I did, it still wouldn't have been created yet or it wouldn't be the same that it is today. So that's me. It's like, whoa, that's insane. But hopefully all these examples give you good, you know, a good look in my own life of how, you know, I created a lot of opportunities. Then I took a lot of opportunities and then the mashups of like, creating and taking so doing both creating and not taking and then not taking an opportunity so with that though we are going to head on over to our conclusion all right so we're at our conclusion and to close things out i would just say like if you're unhappy with where you're at in life most likely you need to either start creating new opportunities or taking opportunities that are coming your way kind of like think about where you'd like to be what you want to accomplish your future self and life that's ahead of you, what fun adventures and journeys you would like to go on. Really, there's so much that you can do. But if you are unhappy, I would say like start there of like kind of figure out why you are unhappy, why you're not liking life, why things aren't going right. And then, you know, as I said, you don't want to get stuck in that pity party. So we want we only want happy parties, right? Celebrating. So figure that out of why you're unhappy. That's a good part and a, a good first step. But then you need to think about where do you want to be? Where would you rather be? What in those situations could make things better? And then create the opportunities to get yourself out of there. So that could be the action plan, the game plan of getting yourself out of there. Or it may even be just like opening your eyes to see what's around you because maybe, you know, check your Instagram <laughs> inbox for the requests of people you don't follow because maybe, you know, you'll see a request for me that is like, hey, do you want to be on our show? Which that probably won't happen because if you're listening, you probably would have already applied if you were interested. But just that idea of find ways to get yourself out of there, but know where you want to be because you can't just be unhappy and be like, I need to get out of here. And then doing a million different things because you need to focus. Focus yourself of like, get out of that job. How are you going to do that? Okay, you're going to create opportunities by applying to other places or create the opportunity by creating your own business and going forward with that to get you out of there. And I'll say, yes, that's kind of a longer way <laughs> to go and to get there. But hey, if that's what you want to do, do it. It'll be so worth it. And knowing that, you know, not all opportunities will pan out or be like how you thought they would be, but you will get better at them as you go and then knowing which ones to take, which ones to avoid, which ones to create and just kind of fine tuning these for yourself because each of us are unique and different and that is so cool and awesome about life 
especially as say you get married and you're doing life with other people of figuring these things out of like whoa what can we do together but knowing yourself is super helpful so you know like what kind of opportunities you could be creating or you should be creating or that you should be jumping in with or going forward with so that will be super helpful to know like hey you know what they might not all work out or they may be different than you're thinking but if you don't start or at least try to create and take these then you'll be ever you know forever stuck where you're at likely unhappy and potentially ever stuck in the pity party of life so no get yourself out of there but I would say, you know, be encouraged that you can do this on your own in today. Of course, you can't do everything on your own, but the specific part of figuring out where you are in life, where you want to go, because you can even be happy and like where you are in life, but still have ambition and goals and motivation to like, you know, life is going good right now, but what else do I want to do in life before, you know, I get to this, before I'm married or before we have kids together or while we're still living in this condo and before we move to the next area in life like what do we want to do or how do we want to get there because we don't want to forever be in a condo we want a house <laughs> so what opportunities can you create which ones can you take but just know that that starts with you and then from there i would say ask your support group those around you if they have any ideas or if they see opportunities that you cannot because sometimes you may be stuck in this area where like you know this person gets all these opportunities given to them and they can take them if they want or they're not taking them and if i were given them i would totally take them well guess what ask your friends or your family like is there anything that you're seeing that i'm not and most likely they will have seen some things like you have all these opportunities laying at your feet and you just need to take them but if you can't see them how are you going to take them so don't forget that you can ask others for help, that they can be extremely helpful in one, like seeing what opportunities are out there for you to take, but also in knowing like which ones can you create? Like if you're talking with someone, you're like, I'm unhappy or I can't find a job that I want to be doing. They may be like, well, you're super passionate about this. Have you ever thought about doing that as a career or going forward in this different direction? Like, don't get me wrong. I know it's completely different from where you're headed, but have you ever like given it genuine thought like you could be doing this? So I think that is so cool and super exciting. It gets me very excited of like, whoa, I can do a lot in my own life and I already have. But what else can I do to push this business forward to move forward with my other goals in life? Like, hmm, let me think about that, especially as I'm listening back to this with you guys. Like, yeah, OK, let's make sure we get there and we do those things because I don't want to be stuck. I want to keep moving forward. And really, I want to have an adventure to love life, have a great journey and just be proud of what I'm creating and what I'm doing. And I think that's a great goal for yourself as well to try and go at and you can do the best that you can do. So go out and do it well. We hope you had a fun time listening today that you were able to take some good things away from this. Go out and start creating and taking those opportunities around you. And we will be back with a new business next week. So we will talk to you guys all very soon. Mm -hmm.